Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Welcome to the Thinker Girls Pod Channel. I'm not Stacey June. I am, in fact, Christy Mercer. Old mate is not here. No, she actually is. She's sitting 30 seconds away from the microphone. Don't talk, it's mine. Ribbit. <laughs> no, um, I am here to welcome you to your summer. Whatever you're getting up to. Maybe you're taking a little break. Maybe you're working straight through. Whatever you are doing, hoping that you're loving your life. Souk, um, this will be um, a bit of a collection, I suppose, of some of our fave chats, mine and Stace's favourite chats, as well as yours from right across the year. Far out, we were reflecting the other day on the fact that 2018 has been a banger when it comes to the guests that we have had come through, not just our podcast channel, um, but also Stace's house. It is a very um, personal space that her and her hubby Ben constantly open up to our guests, which is why I guess you'll always feel that um, sense of real openness actually sitting down having a chat and maybe hearing different bits and pieces from celebs and people that you follow online that you've never heard from before and that's something that we're mega proud of so hopefully you enjoy this with a bev or maybe not enjoy okay bye welcome to the thinker girls pod channel I'm Stacey June. No, you're a crunching Stacey June. Mm, you've got something very crunchy in your mouth right now. I'm eating a pickle. Welcome to the 411. I'm Christy Mercer, by the way. This show is uh, where we talk about pop culture, what's going on across the world, stories, news, celebrity, whatever. But it's it's got to be... A, a story and information that we're actually interested yeah, in. Yeah, so it's not necessarily the top line story that you're seeing on a gossip page. No, you know thank what you. I mean? No. Sometimes, look, it might be. Yes. It might be a big Kardashian story. But That's then right. other times, it might be what I want to talk about today, which is like a being, being too keen at the start of a relationship or, or seeing someone when you meet them. Like, as chicks, we have an obsession with being cool girl. This isn't the catch-up. This is the 411. Yeah, I realise that. But Meghan Markle oh. has given a recent interview about when she first met Prince Harry, she described herself as being too eager after okay. the first date. So I want to discuss. All right. Well, I, I love – I've missed this podcast because we've been speaking about The Bachelor for eight effing weeks and I'm so excited to be here where we're not – so excited to never think of Honey Badger Bumbungunga ever again. <laughs> ever. What's Bumbungunga? I don't care. It's just like, get out of my life. Like, you are an absolute boy man toss bag. Not interested. <laughs> so, I'm do very you know, excited you know, to talk guys, about big topics. That was the first time there was ever a, batch, a bachelorette or a bachelor that wasn't around to do post show interviews. He's an absolute You know what I mean? Like, Muppet. he was out of the country. And the one Crazy. that he did with Lisa Wilkinson was filmed before he had even told the girls. Men- so he'd Mental. made this whole plan. He didn't even do his interview after. So we still, no one's actually technically 
spoken to him after no, the fact. That's what I mean. Like it's such a rarity because normally they're shopping their shit around everywhere. And he hasn't done a single chat. It's mental. So I am so not interested in continuing that conversation. So much so that I'm going to bring something so, so much more important than that conversation to me. And that is, and I'll I'll slap this in five, to be honest. Yeah, good. good I want to know, because we're thinking about getting our own versions of this. Is it called (laughs) a giffy Mm. or a jiffy? Is that actually the internet the, has gone wild on but wait, this? Wait, is that actually the topic the that you are is, bringing? It's viral today. The, it's not viral today, actually. <laughs> I think you'll I've find it. I've just been is. on the World Wide Web and I saw nothing about Jiffy slash Giffy. Well, I'm sorry, but that's what I would like to get to the bottom of. Today. How is this pop? How is this a pop culture? I've made it a pop culture. Topic. Well, you can't say something out loud and then it becomes pop culture. I just did. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think you are, Janet Jackson? <laughs> no, I'm Lena Dunham. Everything Lena says is relevant basically yes so therefore that's it i am but it. you are not like well, no i'm just, not but no. it doesn't matter okay all right it? well it's a ridiculous topic but i'm in let's get to the bottom of it okay well i can sort it in you say sort it in five i'll sort it in 10 seconds it's giffy the end because it's a g that's what you think no 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 because jiffy okay okay we were dancers from way back yeah i loved and, a jiffy right and and how did you spell jiffy J with a J, and my how love. do you spell Jif for the for the bathroom? You spell that with a J. I love Jif. Can we talk about that for a second? Yeah, it's it's like it's you, the you, master of all cleaning products. But you buy one once, the end over. <laughs> it's like, do you know what it's like? Seriously. It's like tea towels. Do you ever remember buying tea towels? No. Do you have uh, a full drawer of them? Yes. Yeah, but I've got a bit of a thing with tea towels. Like they do have expiration dates. Oh no, I've just got. F- I've just got so many. I'm Mine like, gets so dirty because I'm such a slob in the kitchen, I've got to say. And if you've watched any of my very random cooking lunch videos, <laughs> you'll see that I'm chopping everywhere. Like There's absolutely no method ever. Okay, so from your horrific cooking style back yes. to Jif oh, slash GIF. So Jif, but my, I must say, also, can I also add, you're right because you do get it and you've got it for 10 years because you know how – you can't open the top of the GIF. No, it's like a talcum powder body container. It's like locked down with all of the old GIF that's kind of crusted up around oh, yeah. the, 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 ha- the, the, the top. The top. It's <laughs> in stunning form today. But why are we still talking? It's G- like we know what Jiffies are. Our mums used to buy them for us. So we used to get them secondhand or whatever. Those yeah, little well, ballet slippers. Other people didn't. Well, I didn't get much. Well, I, how okay. funny. I was talking to a girlfriend that I used to do dancing with that I caught up with recently. We walked past a store called Capizio. And I said. <laughs> I remember that. I that said, came I out said, after that's, Block. I said, that's the new Block. Remember when Block used to be. And Block's not as cool as Capizio anymore. <laughs> the little girl I used to nanny. I was trying to be hashtag relevant. And she, I said, oh, I used to do dancing when I was younger. Do you still go to Block? Like, do people still wear those black jazz shoes as shoes? Because people used to do it. And she was like. And split sole. That oh, was a better way. Yeah. Beth, Beth got one full sole and Get she was out. livid. The livid. split soles were the bomb. And I remember <laughs> there was this memo around high school that went out because, because there were these podiatrists and people giving warnings saying that it would muck up your feet oh so you're younger than me it, it was just peak at my time oh. like it was like no one knew anything about any of it it was just utter freedom like we were some form of hollywood like we were dancing in la at some class that you took 
I don't know, somewhere relevant. And you'd wear them with your Matiko pants. Remember those fucking bad boys? I must say, I those still... Those black flares, which I have a pair of pants very similar to those that I froth right now. Yeah, you do. They're I different love. material though, but like uh, jazz pants, essentially. Cool, yeah. yeah. Jazz pants. Jazz pants. Ready for jazz hands at any moment. Okay, let me tell you this. There is actually uh, a viral just eruption around whether it's GIF or GIF. It says so here. Battle over over GIF pronunciation erupts. The New York Times. Legit. I'll tell you what it happened. It happened in 2003. Yeah, well, there you go. It was viral over a decade ago now. Says Miss Hashtag Topical. Do you know when that would have been? That would have been when gifts were invented, motherfucker. <laughs> now they've been here for a very long time. Okay, so in the case of the gif or the gif, there is logic to say that it has a hard G, as you have pointed Thank in you, your like first gi- argument. Giraffe. As in used to pronounce GIF. giraffe, graphic, goat. Thank you. Gif. Yeah. Gif. No, goat. Goat is gif. Oh, that's what it is. That's what you're saying. A hard G. Okay, right. Instead of joker. Instead of but, J. A lot of people are saying yeah. that they have not yet, it, they have not yet heard from the actual person that created GIF. Who created GIF? Mister Wibbly, like Mister Widley. <laughs> Mister what? Mister Wrigley. Whitley. <laughs> he created Chewy. <laughs> I'm so obsessed with this. I am beyond. Mister Mister Wrigley. If only we had an assistant I could yell at to be like, get Mr. Wrigley on the phone. (laughs) I would hire. We do. I would hire and then fire an assistant just for that job. We're in 2018. It's virtual. (laughs) Legit though. Shout out to Abby. She's a real person though, not some robot. Okay, so. Um, and I would never yell at her. Or no, we would never. It was never. just a joke. I just, but it would know. be funny, and she would be happy to go along with it if it was for content. Um, so, Mr. Whitty <laughs> was at the Web- Webby Awards, and it was hosted by the founder of Tumblr in 2013. And he when Tumblr was, was a thing. We Mr. Whitley has back. said that he believes it is pronounced GIF, not GIF. Okay, let me just take a backtrack here. I understand, Mr. Webley, whatever your name is, that you've created something. You've created a business. You've created an idea. I must say I'm just doing some fact-checking now because I've done this live, live, yeah. live. Okay, so just because you create something doesn't mean you can reinvent the English language. You know what I mean? Like there are particular rules that Mr. Wiggly has to adhere to and I understand that he created it so he can call it, call it whatever he wants. Great. But also... If a hard G is a hard G, then you can't argue with that. Well, I think the guy from Oxford English Dictionary can argue with it if he wants because he's probably the boss of that, wouldn't you think? What, there's a boss of Oxford Dictionary? <laughs> His name is Mr. Pyatt. <laughs> it's like you're reading a kid's storybook. He said language. And then one day Mr. Pyatt said to Mr. Wiggy. Behind you! Um, language change isn't always easily controlled. Oh, shit, Miss Pie. My apologies. <laughs> My apologies, madam. Uh, she suspects that if most people are now saying GIF, she thinks pronunciation is probably going to be the one that survives even if it was GIF to begin with. So it was GIF, but now everybody keeps calling it GIF because of your argument. Thank you. Therefore, the word has become GIF but did 
begin as GIF. So if everybody started going around calling a giraffe a giraffe, essentially she's saying public pressure would change then the pronunciation to giraffe. Correct. <laughs> And I must say, giraffes deserve that. Stunning. They are loyal. Like, Isn't just, it just it sounds like royalty French. of the animal, those giraffe. guys. And those eyelashes. Oh, like, they are beautiful creatures. Divine. Giraffe. Divine. So I guess what I want to say is yeah, in we short, were all wrong. and But now we are all right. That culture has changed a fact. Very good. <laughs> I mean, could you get any more pop culture than that? Seriously, though. Well, you can. And I'm going to hit you now because this story is not from 13 years ago. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow, and eyelid drooping and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications including botulinum toxins as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. So I saw this today. Meghan Markle has given an interview with the Sun newspaper. And of course, she's now credible source. She's yeah. promoting the new season of Suits. Which she's might not back. You, did you know? Huh? She's not back in Suits. No, but she's promoting the new season of Suits. She is not. This is on news.com, she bro. Can't, she's a princess. This she's, is from the 9th of October, but it must have been filmed prior. It says But she's Oh, out sorry, of it. sorry, sorry. Hang on. Let me let me rectify this. This is a, this is from a new book. Someone has written a biopic on her life called Megan, a Hollywood Princess. Right. When she was speaking in a promotion of the of the season of Suits. Right. She's no longer and was doing asked, it. Asked. Yes. Yeah. And was uh, which? Uh, do you think that is also so sad? I mean, I that think she has to give. Like she's such a talented actress, and she just has to give that away. Well, I think that's kind of the story circa a year ago. I know, but when she still, actually decided to marry this guy. But it's still sad. I think the scoop that you've missed there is that she went back to Suits, which is not true. But it's, that would be amazing story. 
Do you reckon a princess going back and becoming an actress and following her career as per she was? I mean, do you have to be from Monaco or some shit to do those rules? Because what's her face? Grace Grace Kelly. Yeah. So, I know that's old news, but I still, every time I think of that, I feel quite sad. You know what I mean? The aisle thing or her? No, about her having to give up. Having to give up her like the her gift. Something that she's mega talented. I'm at. sorry if I'm delayed, but I'm leaning out of the mic and back because into the, the mic. Because of the pickle, I appreciate I'm Thank you. And look, I that is not the story. The story is actually about this particular um, book having been released and they've taken an excerpt out of that where she was first interviewed about going on a date with Prince Harry. And she tells this story, blah, blah, blah. But what I found so interesting... In the she, latter, right, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But she said she was really worried after that first date with Prince Harry and mm-hmm. whilst she described their meaning as magnetic and, you know, they couldn't stop thinking about each other and it felt really natural, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. She did say after the first date she worried about coming across too eager. Oh, what'd she do? Right. Well, well, nothing in particular. She just said it was intoxicating first date, blah, blah, blah. But I was... I was worried that that's the way I would be coming across. And Interesting. It, and it made me think because I constantly have this conversation with a mate who is single and I've started this new thing. She started it and I picked up on it mm-hmm. where I'm like, you are ultimate cool girl. It's like from Gone Girl. You read the books no. the, in the movies? No. So she describes this chick's a psycho basically, but she plays different characters pretends to be different people Mm -hmm. right and for part of the novel as you're reading it she is quote unquote cool girl every guy's dream that drinks beer that watches footy that says i'm not like every other girl and actually isn't more beautiful without any makeup gets along with the boys as much as the girls easy going like we're all painting a picture in our heads now of who cool girl is and she doesn't exist yeah she doesn't exist but probably for a lot a lot of us, for me, I certainly have, there have been elements of me in my life, and I'm not saying I've gone f- all all out trying to be a cool girl, mm. but there's elements of you that are a bit like, oh, yeah, yeah, all right, have a beer, have a beer, look, I'm having a beer, or, oh, yeah, the footy. And I'm not saying that I don't like to have – I like drinking beer. You're highlighting have, those. Yes, but yes. have there been moments in my life and- where I have tried harder to be more cool girl than, in fact, I actually am? Yes. Yeah, and also, I mean, the Bumble and Tinder, like the profiles, that definitely feeds into that. Oh my god, of course the it does. The photo selection. If of you're course. doing bios these like, days, I don't really give a. I don't really care. I'm not like most other girls. Says every girl. It's interesting because when I got with Ben, he liked the fact that I did wear makeup and I did those things, mm. which was I found fascinating. Mm. Because so, being out there in the wild, wild, wild <laughs> for some time, I was like, "Fuck, we are all thinking." That we need to be just not us. Do you know what we're thinking also? If you're, if somebody, if I went away from a first date, right, Mm -hmm. and then somebody described me or is that, if that guy went away and then told his mate she's pretty eager, Mm. I'd die. Mm. Because nobody, when you're dating, wants to be described as eager. Everybody wants to be cool, calm, collected. Like, mm. I'll leave it a couple of days before I text back or mm. I won't call because that might seem like I'm too keen because being too keen and showing that you like somebody for some fucking unknown reason is the worst possible thing you could do mm. when, in fact, you might be really into someone and want to get to know them. They might be really into you back and want to get to know you too, yet 
everybody, and I think girls in particular, are playing this like I don't want to come across as too eager thing. And mm. even my mate and I are always like leave it, a, leave it a couple of days, babe, or be ultimate cool girl or leave their place after a one-night stand just a little bit sooner than you kind of want to because I do that. I, I'm, I'm like up and at them straight away to the point where they're like, oh, where are you going? And I'm like, just go home and I'm just chilling in my own bed on my own where I'm like, because it is my worst nightmare to be described the next morning as like the chick that wouldn't leave. I don't think this is such a bad thing. I gotta say, because I actually think I think we should be comparing ourselves when we date to how quickly we would respond to a friend. And I think some girls, not all, but some will respond to guys they're crushing on much faster than that. Because I do think to some degree, when you get crushy and a bit fluttery, you lose some people lose their shit a little bit. I'm not saying you or anyone in particular, but I think there is this kind of – you don't want to be so far where you're not yourself, but you don't want to be keen so much that you're also not yourself. Does that make sense? Like I think mm. some girls go further to be keen and that, that actually is also losing yourself. So I don't think sometimes pulling back a little bit is a bad thing. There's got to be something in that in that psychology though right because every person has experienced this yeah like where you go you go on two dates both great guys right and of course which one do you end up wanting like that both of them are lovely guys one of them's really keen on you yeah nice guy yeah and the other guy doesn't really seem that keen on you who do you end up liking the guy that's not that keen yeah. Don't you think, like, is there something in our human psychology that's a bit like you want what you can't have? Like no, where every, I, every girl seems to, no, I don't I th- know. I think it's because most girls have their light on. Most women are looking for a relationship. Regardless of whether they admit it or not, most of them are happier and a bit more comfortable being coupled up. Not everybody, mm. majority. More so, I would agree, more so than dudes. And I think guys like to be in relationships as much as girls when they're in it, yeah. but when they're single, they're much more comfortable to have their light off. So I think at the end of the day, people like the guy they like. And it might be a bit of psychology. It might be a bit of a head fuck in the end. But maybe you liked that person that isn't available because the universe is telling you you're not actually ready to be in a relationship. Does that make sense? So actually there's a reason other than this playing hard to get vibe there's a bigger reason for it that that the world is telling you not now not now but girls need this kind of protection before they rush into things because we all kind of want to I think be with someone and I think often we're being protected and I don't think it's actually about you being attracted to the guy I'm actually surprising myself here because I've just thought about it like this Never have I thought like this. But it's not actually about the guy that's necessarily not into you that you're more attracted to. It's the fact that he isn't available that I think somewhere universally you're being looked after because your timing is not on. It's not the right time. That's very deep and very profound and I think that's probably the case for maybe the case. But I don't think it's – I think there is still something in the like stripping it back and sometimes it is just that simple. Like that you go for people that aren't interested. Yeah, because I think – Somewhere we're told, I think it probably plays into that culture of the bad boy vibe. 
too. Like you want the guy that's unemotionally available, that's emotionally unavailable, so you can make him emotionally available. Maybe, and maybe it's the similar. It's a similar kind of vein coming from the same spot with a different lens. Do you know what I mean? Like you do that for this reason because he's unavailable. The same is means the same as the universe is protecting you to say you've got shit to work it through is, before you go there. Because it is kind of true. I think about going on dates and the, the minute that somebody is keen, even though I'm like, I don't know, maybe I wasn't ready for a relationship at the time, I'm thinking about this now, but the minute a guy is like mega keen, I'm a bit like, wee, chill. Like there is something like... But that's my point. He's wide open and you think, most girls think they're ready and they're not, which is why your actions are protecting you. We are way more magic than we realize what about for people that really genuinely are ready for a relationship then it, and the minute that a guy is too alkino they're like i'm out because there's there's something bigger it's not your guy there's like you're supposed to hold out there's lessons for you to learn that isn't about you wanting to be a relationship or not maybe your dog dies <laughs> maybe you got to go through losing a job maybe you got that there's just some things you need to handle on your own before you get there I don't think our lives are all completely compiled into whether we're in a relationship or not. There's no, other, I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm not saying yeah. you're saying oh. that. I'm just saying in general, I think often we get very consumed about our relationship status and actually there's so many other things that we're learning and experiencing, but we often focus on the relationship part as being the kind of key part. It's a very big part. I understand that. But it is a very big focus. And I think sometimes it is a timing thing. Mm, I th- yeah. I think sometimes we don't really have any idea. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just think there is there's certain things that you do that you probably don't even realise that you do either. 100%. Like th- there's things that I've, you know, I've got mates that are like, there's this guy and I can see, you know, like they might be attracted to this you know, stereotypical kind of douchebag guy. Yeah. The most lovely guy will come along doing all of the things that I have heard 25,000 times that you want, you know, does this, took you on a date, really lovely, opens the door, good family values, open about this, hard work, all these, ticks all of these boxes. Yet yeah, it's, it's like, oh, he's a bit keen. It's a bit, he's a bit keen. And it's like, and mm. isn't it hilarious? Because if... A guy that you really were into, were keen, it'd be like the best thing in the world. Like two people can do the same action. I was talking about this with a mate recently. Two different guys can do the exact same thing and one you're like, ooh, full on, wow, creepy, out there. And the other can do it and you're like, that is so romantic. Because I think at the end of the day it all comes back to where you're at with you. Mm. So you're projecting what you want. It's actually got nothing to do with those bozos. You've got to have – what do you mean? Nothing to do with them. Doesn't. Doesn't. It I don't doesn't. know what you mean. How well, you can say it not have anything to do with them? Because they're two guys that are doing the exact same thing and there's one of – you're into the one that – you're into one of them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's all about your own your, your own stuff. Like that, the, how how is that supposed to be about them if they're doing the exact same thing? The common denominator or the choice or oh, because one of where, them you like and one you don't. Yeah, two people doing the exact same thing. One you like, one you don't. Yeah, 
one that's not available or do, what kind no, of thing are they doing? I don't the, get it. Like <clears throat> planning a date, like an intense date. So a guy that you're like, mm, not really that sure on can plan an intense date that's like, we're going to do da 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 all these things. Here's the itinerary. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. All these things like, Ugh, here's the itinerary. And you're like, wow, that's full on. And a guy that you like could do the exact same thing and you're like, oh, yes, look at his organisation and this and that. I get to spend this amount of time. Look oh, at the okay. way he's thought about things. So it's more about the person. Hmm. Sometimes it's not the action as to whether you're eager or not or feel comfortable to be eager. It's more about who you're doing it with. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like for Megan, she was like, felt comfortable being eager af with harry like obviously thought about it after she's like have mm-hmm. i come across but mm-hmm. but obviously she was eager pants to mm-hmm. be thinking about that mm-hmm. and it's like if she had have done that with somebody else that she wasn't supposed to be with it could have come across as like whoa full on but for him he's probably like this is great yeah right and vice versa yeah yeah, yeah i hear you I think I, I mean i from where i stand i think it still comes back to that being about where she is at and where he's at mm. and that matching. Yeah, and that's it's the matching. Being, it's the matching But thing, he's right. got to be that and you've got to be that. But we focus very much on him, him, them, them. But actually she was just ready. Yep. I wonder if he – I think it's interesting where you look at someone like her yeah, and you think put Prince Harry to the side and you look at her and you say – there's, you know, from an outsider perspective, you mm. don't know her personally, obviously, but you look at her and go, there's a good chance you've got a pretty pretty good pick of a very high-caliber bunch. Yeah, of potential but men. But then still, even a person like her still feels like she has been too keen. Like, it doesn't really, I know this sounds a bit corny, but it doesn't really matter who you are. No, there's we always all... going to be someone that you're going to flutter for, and there's yeah. always going to be someone that's going to make you nervous or Absolutely. question yourself. Or yeah, doesn't yeah. matter if you what's like that be- you or her. What's like that beauty thing too, where you think, oh, if only I was this size, I'd be happy, and the people that size are going, they're not, <laughs> they're not yeah. happy. Yeah, it's true, it's true. It gives you a bit of an insight. It's nice that she shared that. Yeah, there is something in the thing you said about the text thing, though. Oh, you are—you're not even fo- you're—you are a million miles away in your brain. Yeah, can't you're you see thinking, me? My think- eyes are floating around That's elsewhere. What I'm saying you're just—I don't know what because, you're thinking. Yeah, because if I like if I like somebody, I don't think to, I don't overthink texting back. Mm-hmm. I'll often just like, oh well, they've written back. I'm not someone that counts the minutes. It's like they've written back 20 minutes, so I'm going to write back 30 minutes later. But I've got my, the, uh, lots of people that I know. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. No, but mostly it means that it's not the person. I'd show I don't overthink it. If I'm like, if I've got time, I'll write back straight away, like within I don't know, a couple of minutes, mm. and not overthink it. But I'm not writing back to all of my mates within a couple of minutes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. Yeah, I think, and I do. I but think my chat, my ch- my heart isn't also fluttering when I get a text from my mate. No, that's why it is different, yeah. and there will always be something different. But I just said that the the way you text your mate or a good mate that you respect and that you kind of have that same you know chemistry with that it's a good gauge to see where you're at where your level playing field is at where you live Mm. comfortably Mm. and then if you go too far then that makes sense to bring it back a little bit and if you go to play it cool would you play it cool with that mate either 
You know, it's just a good kind of middle ground to keep in mind because everyone's going to have a different amount. This is the hilarious thing that we all speak to our single girlfriends and speak to everybody and go, what did you do? What? And everybody's is going to be different. Mm. You are going to text back to your friends different to Lozzy is different to I am. Everyone's different. So you can never have a right or wrong situation when it comes to dating because we text our friends and family differently. It's never mm. going to be the same. Yep. Cool never. girl. Interesting. Mm. Mm. Anyway, if you like this episode, subscribe to the channel. Please. Heaps more where this came from. Oh, yeah. I feel like we're just solving the world's problems one at a time over here. Oh, yeah, we are. Can I eat my food now? Yeah, for shiz. Excellent. Just please, not into the mic, please. Please subscribe. Um, we have some really fun things to announce. A live national tour towards the end of the year, which will be a live show, not a live podcast, a live show. So the only way you'll be able to hear it, see it, is to buy a ticket. Um, and so if you're our VIPs, we'll give you an update on when you can buy tickets. Um, and then we will re- announce and release them to the public in the next few weeks. That's very exciting news. Love your shit. We can't wait to see you there. Oh, can't wait. We'll have adoption for you to meet us. It'll be fun. Bye. Bye. TheThinkerGirls.com.au is where you can find all of the podcast shows, all of the different articles featuring our guests and posse members and all the content that Christy and I bring on a weekly basis. It is the place where everything is kept. TheThinkerGirls.com.au This podcast is presented by Stacey June and Christy Mercer. It's also produced by me, Stacey June, and produced and edited by Jordan Lott. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit Juvederm.com.